Every year from July 8th to July 13th is always a difficult period of time for me. Um, Naya Rivera passed away this time of year in 2020. And Naya Rivera was foundational to my identity journey. I feel like I've said so many things about what this woman has represented for me. She was foundational for my identity and intersectionality as a queer Latino in the United States, as um, a trailblazer through her character Santana Lopez on Glee. That was really the first representation I had of that kind. Even to this day, even today, I am taking this 12.54 a.m. on July 13th, um, which also happens to be the 10-year anniversary of Cory Monty's passing. But today, in the last 24 hours, she was there for me through some of her music and some clips that always comfort me in hard times. I struggle to find new things to do, but I always want to maintain the desire to celebrate her legacy just because of how important she is to me and my life story. And I would not be who I am today without everything that this incredible and talented and beloved woman gave to me at times that I have really needed it. Santana Lopez was transcendent and foundational to my identity. So I will be just re-releasing the tribute episode I made to her last year. And it's hard to find new ways to celebrate her because I'm really proud of the episode that I did last year. Um, so I just wanted to, I guess, re-upload this with a a new message this year and share that she continues to be a very key figure in my life story and I continue to be devastated by how short her life was cut um, so with that if you wouldn't mind just indulging this episode and thank you for everything Naya Rivera for everything you've given to me and to all the people that needed that kind of representation that you provided. Naya Marie Rivera. On July 8th, 2020, News outlets began to report that she had gone missing. Five days later, her body was found in the waters of Lake Peru. The actress and musician most famous for portraying Santana Lopez on the hit box show Glee was suddenly gone. As a huge Gleek, I was devastated. Santana Lopez was instrumental to me discovering who I was. Watching a queer Latina on television was incredibly important to me as a young bisexual Latino. She quickly grew to become my favorite character on the show, 
and to this day continues to be a powerhouse on my Spotify rotation. In the past, I have found the podcast process to be therapeutic at times, especially those of difficulty. As we approach the anniversary of her passing, I wanted to create a tribute to her legacy with some discussion of my history with Glee and some favorite moments I have of Santana throughout her course on the show. If I die young, bury me in satin, lay me down on a bed of roses, sink me in the river at dawn, send me away with the words of a love song. So my history with Glee quickly uh, is I remember I was driving home from swimming meet or swim practice and I heard the song on the radio. It was in the top 10 charts of that day or that week. It was Teenage Dream by Darren Chris, one of the most popular Glee songs ever. So I started watching from the beginning and I quickly was obsessed. I binged the first season and a quarter right through to the Christmas episode of season two. Now, the last episode before that one was the one with Valerie, Santana's first big solo. She was the lips in the Rocky Horror opening for science fiction double feature, Um, but Valerie was her first big solo. And I was like a fan. Every time she got more screen time, I was excited. Uh, especially in the back half of season one. So seeing her continue to grow in season two and have more solos, but also more storylines was awesome. Uh, She started discovering her attraction to Britney, realizes that she's a lesbian. That was instrumental for me. Uh, As a young bisexual person, I didn't identify with her. I struggled to see myself in his story, and similarly, I didn't see myself in Blaine's either. So when Santana started to open up to the audience about her feelings to Britney, and at that time it was not very clear if she was bisexual or a lesbian, later we find out she is a lesbian, regardless, it was foundational for me. Santana was also Latina, and she was very confident and strong but on the inside she was struggling with the same thing I was so regardless of that I knew that even strong people struggle so it's okay to struggle in season three she continued to evolve into having more intersectional storylines we get to see when she's outed by Finn disgustingly she has to come out to her family including her abuela, and this brought in the Latino culture of it all. I I really appreciated that Glee let that story be told that season, um, despite the fact that I don't think Finn got enough consequences as a character. I just appreciate seeing the storyline, regardless of how we got there. Santana continued to be involved with Britney, perform bangers season four we see her break up with britney we see mine which is one of my favorite performances i remember how he felt sitting by the water and every time i look at you it's like the first time i 
that's also the season that she ends up moving to New York City and living with Rachel and Kurt. Which, can I just say, that loft is so unrealistic for three 19-year-olds to afford in New York. Anyways. Um, yeah, so she moves in. Uh, season five, she and Rachel get in a fight. Santana sings this amazing version of Don't Remain on My Parade. Sorry, Don't Rain on My Parade. And I absolutely love it. I think it's far superior to Rachel's version. Hey, Mr. She also had the hilarious moment where she was Mrs. Claus. I was excited! So here she is, Mrs. Claus! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> Who's ready to sit on my lap? And what would you like for Christmas? I want a Dot Make Seven's Time Pier checkup dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, so cute. Well, that sounds a little molesty. I mean, I didn't start playing doctor till I was nine. We'll see what I can do. I think that somebody needs to freeze the fat for Christmas because somebody weighs more than Mrs. Claus. Oh, whoa, stop right there. You look a little Jewish, right, Rachel? Mm -hmm. okay. Bye. I think, did you, I think he pooped in his pants. I want a kinder college warning laptop. Why don't we just get you an iPad? You can't even get porn on whatever you just asked me for, okay? Hey! Hey! How's it going? You look exactly like a young Britney S. Pierce, doesn't she? Britney is my ex-girlfriend, and she just dumped me, which is why I'm even here and why I have this job, and we're lesbians, you know? And, like, I'd never okay, been Okay! Great job! What would you like for Christmas? Oh, nope, you know what? I think that you should ask Santa to get your daddy a job with some dental benefits because your grill is freaking jacked up, do you see? I think that Mrs. Claus needs a break. This is going well, right? Now, obviously, some of those jokes really don't age well, uh, but her line delivery was so great. Her comedic timing was amazing. If you watch the video, her facial expressions, she, like, delivered everything so perfectly. She was such a star. Season six, she was kind of written out of the show a little bit. Um, coming back for the finale, had a couple moments throughout there. Season six is honestly a blur. I watched seasons one through three live and then fell off and binged everything uh, before and during freshman year of college. So, yeah, she was just she was just so talented, and her biggest triumph in life was her son. And she loved him, and her last moments were her pushing him onto the boat 
with all her energy she could get. That was some mom strength right there. And it's super tragic what happened to her. Like, she should still be here. So unfortunate. But I wanted to celebrate and acknowledge her by just making a little short minute podcast today. Um, I absolutely loved Naya Rivera and still do, and I'm so thankful to everything she did for the queer Latino community. And she was a trailblazer. Whether it be from comedic timing. Hey Tubbs, can I talk to you for a second? Hey, listen here, you can't make fun of Finn anymore. Shut your potato hole, I'm here to apologize. Rachel's right, I haven't been fair to you. You're not fat. I should know, I, I slept with you. I mean, at some point I must have liked that you look like a taco addict who said one too many back alley liposuctions. Whoa. Please stick a sock in it or ship yourself back to Scotland. I'm trying to apologize to Lumps the Clown. I am sorry, Finn. I mean, really, I'm, I'm sorry that the new directions are going to get crushed by the trouble tones. I'm also sorry that you have no talent. Sorry that you sing like you're getting your prostate checked and you dance like you've been asleep for years and someone just woke you up. Have fun riding on Rachel's coattails for the rest of your life. Although, you know what? I would just watch out for her come holiday time if I were him because if I were her, I'd stick a stent in one of those boobs and let the Finn blubber light the Hanukkah lamp for eight magical nights. Or the depth of her emotions when acting a dramatic scene. Or her incredible musical abilities and dance talents. Naya Rivera was an absolute star and her loss continues to be so tragic and affect me in ways I never considered. Even recently in times of need, Santana Lopez has always been there, whether it be in funny moments to cheer me up, in sad moments to cry to, music to keep me comfort. She's very foundational to my identity. So it's wild to think about what a silly TV show in a character 10 years ago could do to me in my life and how profound her effect would be. Santana Lopez entered my life 11 and a half years ago and that is almost half my life and she was so foundational to me and Naya Rivera will always be missed.